permission to bring you the following live broad no value. How's everyone doing tonight? Woo! It's Wednesday. It's six o'clock somewhere. With John ready in his chair. And almost ten whole people watching from home. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? It's time for the Think So Joe Show! We're here. This is not John. I don't know if that came through to say John on the audio. This is not John. This is Leland. What's up? You even got your own lower third, dude. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> I can't hear me in my headphones, but that's okay. As long as everybody else can hear me, we're good. Hey, look, Jazzy's even in the chat for you. What's up, <laughs> How you doing? You guys sent me a message. Somebody sent me a message on Fiverr yesterday, right? And they're like, we want you to do a Mariah Carey voice. And I'm like, I don't, like, what the fuck? A Mariah Carey voice? And before I even got a chance to respond, Jasmine was in my inbox, like, sent me a screenshot of you guys talking about asking me to do a Mariah Carey voice. <laughs> Can't hear me. You know? How did you know that I was wondering if you could hear me? <laughs> Oof. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's showing that we have audio going out, so... I, I can hear you. You can hear me? Okay, good. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, anyway. It's been a... It's been a fucking week. <laughs> anyway. John will be back next week. John's getting uh, oral surgery today. He's getting a tooth pulled. He was supposed to get two. Okay. They can hear me. Good. All right. Uh, he was supposed to get two teeth pulled, but they only pulled the one today. They're pulling the next one next Friday, but he'll be here for the show next week. He'll be back. So speedy recovery to John who's dealing with some other bullshit right now, and uh, <laughs> and, I, and I get to be a part of it, so hooray, yay. It's been a fucking week, man. Like, yesterday, the last couple of days, like, I had no fucking uh, mobile service on my phone. Can he show us the tooth next week? I, I gotta find out if he kept it. I know when I was a kid and they used to pull my teeth, they would give me the little fucking treasure chests yeah. and put the tooth in. I wonder, I wonder if they did that for him. Let's you know. find out. I'll ask him. <laughs> what do you do with that as a grown adult? I know, right? I don't think I have mine anymore. I might. They might be in my basement somewhere, but what the fuck? Jasmine will come and give you a dollar for it or something. Yeah, right. Jasmine's the tooth fairy, everybody. <laughs> Going to I, will, I will ask him if he, can, if he has the tooth and he can bring it next week. <laughs> yeah. But I had, like, no fucking service on my phone the last couple of days. To a point where, like, I called my mobile carrier. I'm like, yo, I got no, like, I can make calls and texts and everything on Wi-Fi, but, like, this is ridiculous. And they were, like, trying to do everything. They're, like, troubleshooting. They're like, well, do this. Restart the phone. Restart the phone without the SIM card and put the SIM card back in. Do this. Do that. We're going to reset it on our end. Nothing fucking worked. I'm like, why do I not have audio? What the fuck? Or, or not audio. Fucking, um mobile service at my house like what the fuck so it got to a point where I'm like can I should I just go to the store and be like yo give me new sim cards and they're like yeah go to the store and see if that helps like all right 
And so I call an Uber and I get in the Uber and I'm two blocks away and all of a sudden I have fucking full service. Get back home, no fucking service. Oh man. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm here. I might as well see if I can get the phone I want. So I'm like, yo, can I get the you know Pixel 7 Pro? And they're like, well, we don't have it in stock. And the way we would have to do it is we would have to take your old phone right now, but you wouldn't get the new phone for like two days. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. So... Yeah. <laughs> Steph's still late. I told her that I, she complained last week because I didn't. I, I didn't tell her that I didn't send her the link. So this morning, so as soon as I had the link, I'm like, "Here's the link," <laughs> and she's still late. <laughs> still, still celebrating that Bills win over the weekend. I guess you know some people are still waking up for it. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I watched. I I, uh, I had I had Steph over to watch the game with her friend Julie. They, they were looking for a place to watch. Uh, they came out to Stamps after the show. Nice, okay. Um, after you guys had left. Yeah. And so we were hanging out, and they were... She just walked in the door, she says, all right. Um, but, like, I go outside, and they're talking to some dude that I, you know, like, that they had just met. And they're like, can we come over to your house and watch the Bills game? And this dude's like, no. And they're like, come on, let us come over to the Bills, uh, come over and watch the Bills game. No, I'm not, <laughs> you know. And, um, you know... Finally, I'm, you know, as soon as like we got away from that dude, I'm like, you guys can come over to my house, watch it on the projector if you want, because I don't know that dude. <laughs> he was just like, you know, because they were like, oh, you guys know each other, right? And I'm like, no. And he's like, yeah, I know him. He's Top Hat Guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, okay, sure. That's me, Top Hat Guy. <laughs> you know, you have a reputation now. I guess. You know, I wear a top hat, I read a book, and I play a banana. You know, you are the most animated character in Yellow Sauce, perhaps, at this point. <laughs> First of all, Joe, he wanted us over and said he'd love to host. <laughs> okay, but you guys still didn't know the dude, so I was offering a safe place to watch the game, because you guys know me. So, <laughs> so was this event a barbecue? <sighs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you and Dewey. Fuck you both. <laughs> You know? Dewey and his fucking fart. I still got to record my fucking shit for that. I haven't yeah. had a chance. So. Smelling good? Yeah. The flatulence will appear? Yeah. Probably just fucking do it before you go. I'll just break out a mic and just set it right here and be like, all right, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? There so. we go. <laughs> yeah, I can coach you through it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> when it's her time to go, it's her time to go, she says. So if she would have got, gone to this dude's house and gotten murdered, that was, you know, it's all God's plan. Maybe he would have waited until after the game. Maybe. Maybe. Have seen the win and basked in the glory. Maybe. Being a Bills fan. <laughs> you know? and It was a good game. I'll give it that. I saw it was on in the room that I was in at the time. <laughs> yeah. I was there. I, w I was watching and I was being as objective as possible. I wasn't rooting for either team. Because, like, I'm still mad that the Chiefs beat the Niners in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. But... <laughs> <laughs> and also, I promised that if the Bills beat the Rams in week one, I would be nice to Bills fans for the rest of the season. And I, I'm pretty... I was not a pleasant viewer. What? I was being very objective, and I was, I was very much, you know, praising your team when they did well, and, you know, calling it as I saw it. Yes, that was a trip. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, man, I watched the Sabres game last night. This dude, Labushkin, just stood this dude up at the blue line. Like, I hadn't seen a hit like that since 2006. Hell yeah. Like, damn, dude. And then he got hurt later in the game. So it's like, that fucking sucks. But well, 
They end up winning like four to two or something, so it's all good. Hell yeah. <laughs> so two and one are the Sabres. Four and one? Five and one are the Bills? Five and one? Is that what it is? They did a uh, thing. Fox Sports put out a thing yesterday that was like, the Bill, you know, all the New York teams, here's the record of the New York teams, and Bills, shame, Bills fans just shamed them into like doing a separate, another graphic that is like, New York teams, New Jersey teams. Damn, you know? <laughs> like, as soon as I saw that original post, I'm like, ah, oh, man, Bills fans are going to be in this fucking comment section. Sure enough, I open the comment section. What do you mean New York teams? That, that actually explains <laughs> a lot of memes that I've saw today. <laughs> yeah. You know? They shamed the New York Post into fucking changing their shit. Or no, Fox Sports. It was Fox, uh, NFL on Fox. It yeah. was their shit, yeah. So... <laughs> You know, I, we should just call it like it is at this That's point. The, you they're, know? they're not wrong. You know, I play to the power of not wrong all the time. Just ask Ryan. Yeah. I'm not always right. Man, <laughs> I'm never wrong either. They're, they're not wrong is going to get me in so much trouble because I'm over here saying that, like, you know, I don't have to root for the Bills because they play in Orchard Park and right. I live in Buffalo. <laughs> you know, are they really a hometown team then? <laughs> And and, and, and anytime I make too. this argument, I always sign I, I always sign off with love a Santa Clara 49ers fan. <laughs> Santa Clara is way further away from San Francisco than Orchard Park is from Buffalo. So I learned that the hard way. It was like an hour fucking Uber ride. Who's like organizing this whole football, this NFL bullshit that's going on? Who's organizing it? And why are they misnaming things? I know. I mean like I just want to get to the corporate side of football where we have, like, the McDonald's Mariners and, like, you know, stuff like that. Like, these companies that just own sports teams and rather than, like, cities that are mislabeled, it's like, it's like these companies. Well, I mean, if we're going to go, if we're going to go with corporate ownership and, and, and names of teams, you mentioned the Mariners, the Mariners would be the Nintendo Mariners. Oh, shit. Okay. Because, I mean, they don't own as much of the team anymore. They still own a part of the team, but for the longest time... Nintendo was the majority owner of the fucking Seattle Mariners. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. That's yeah, nice. there you go. Wow. The more you know. But A little rainbow graphic for me or something. Yeah. <laughs> we should just call it like it is, and it should be companies, not like sole people. You know? Oh, we're not getting like there, man. We're getting, like, I was watching the Sabres preseason game against the Penguins. The Penguins had a big fucking, like, I don't remember what the company was, but they had a fucking sponsor logo on their jersey. I'm like, ah, oh, great. <laughs> we're getting to that point. That's the stage of capitalism I'm like, speeding towards. Like, here. I'm good with having it on the helmets. Now you're going to put it on the jerseys? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what look are we, at NASCAR, soccer? man. Yeah. <laughs> NASCAR, right. It's like that Mitch Hedberg joke. Man, you really like Tide. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Uh, love Mitch Hedberg. Mitch Hedberg was the man. Sure was. Dude, I saw Mitch Hedberg when I was a kid, right? Like on TV. Yeah. Just at, in the middle of the night on like CBC or something, you know, just flipping through channels. And for years, I didn't know who, 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 this, who the comedian was, but I would always tell the joke like, you know, whenever somebody hands me a flyer, it's like they're saying, here, you throw this away. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> I don't know who the people in the ad are, but buy our merch. Oh, Merch.thinksojoe.com. Anyway. Yeah, uh, they're they're just they're just models from. I think the I I think the store we used to sell stuff through. So it's not even the same models. Incredible, <laughs> you know. The same models as what's on our site now on the 
on, you know, and it's the same models through both Living Brain Dead and, uh, and, and uh, Think So Joe stuff, so. Humanity is derivative. Yeah. That's what it is. But yeah. I was about to buy a fucking comforter for my bed with the Living Brain Dead logo on it the other day. Hell yeah. But Maybe it was like 60 bucks. I'm like, I don't want to spend 60 bucks on this. Fair, you know? <laughs> but you could. You could make it, yeah. You could like, you know what you should do is you should get like an embroidered carpet of the Living Brain Dead and then like sew that onto a comforter. That could work. Except I got to find somebody who will make one that big. Because right now, the biggest patches I can get through our distributors are this size. <laughs> Those are the largest? This is the, this is the only size they have, is like the two-inch. So I'm hoping they'll fucking go bigger and do like an eight-inch so I can just make a hockey jersey. Straight up. Yeah, that'd be so. cool. Oh, man. Jazzy really wants a yellow sauce blanket. You know, that's... Attainable. <laughs> Perhaps I don't know. You can you can make one. I wouldn't sue you. <laughs> Fine, but, you know. When I like when I made that fucking hoodie for Music Is Art, the T-shirt to go with it. Hell yeah! It had the yellow sauce emblem, and on the back it's like, "See us on the the fucking kids stage." That's the best way. Music <laughs> Is Art, you know. It's what I did for fucking Brain Dead this year too. Was I just walked around with a T-shirt that said, "The Living Brain Dead," you know, Ganson Silo backstage at seven yeah. fifteen or whatever. So, you know. That's how I should. That's how I should do it next year. I should just go with like a dry erase board, like contraption that like extends over my shoulders. So I got dry erase on the front and the back, and I can advertise shows. But I could offer as a solicited service, like you could spend ten bucks and write your band's name in slot time. <laughs> right, know? that's Buy a good idea. A drink, you know, <laughs> that's a good idea. I I think I stole the idea from Dewey. Yeah. Because Dewey fucking always was walking around with like a sandwich board or something that said when his bands were playing at Music is Art. That's the way to do it. So it's like, yeah, well, I, I think that's, you know, that's, that's fucking brilliant, man. So now people are walking behind you. They see the back of your shirt and it's just like, <laughs> this isn't a call-in show, Dewey. Yeah, Dewey. Not set up for that right now. You can drive in. Joe's having a barbecue after the show. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Leland tells Dewey that we're having a barbecue at a show, and all of a sudden it just becomes this joke that I fucking said we're having a barbecue. <laughs> you know, I, I can't explain it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have no I idea. I don't remember any of it. I don't know how any of this, like, somebody shared a screenshot, and that's the only reason I know that you were the culprit. Like, I, otherwise, know, that, I had no that idea. That screenshot was Dr. Goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have. I never promised anybody a fucking barbecue. The, the thing is, though, is that the barbecue could have happened, you know, and Dewey would never know the difference because Dewey didn't come to the barbecue. So, you know, maybe so the in that case joke we had okay. That it was a barbecue and it did happen. As a fucking Mariah, I already talked about the Mariah Carey voiceover. It was the first fucking thing I said when we got on the air. He tracked <laughs> it right before we started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just responded like, no, I could give you some James Hetfield yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I was, you know, I woke up and Dewey had sent me screenshots of this conversation on the Fiverr and I, I laughed so hard I had the hiccups. And I didn't <laughs> want to wake up yet. I couldn't get back to sleep because I had the hiccups, the wake up hiccups. And I've been awake ever since. <laughs> what was said was that you guys, like I already knew it was you guys because fucking Jasmine spoiled it. You know? 
she messaged me a screenshot of you guys talking about it. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's what that was. You know, <laughs> it could have it ran for a long time. It could have been a long-running joke. could have been, <laughs> you know, we could have had a whole working relationship. Steph is uh, trying to drive me nuts with some Taylor Swift. She says for Jasmine oh. to fly here so they can have a Midnight's release party and drive me nuts. Guess what? I'm the only one of, you, of us that's fucking pre-ordered that fucking shit. <laughs> uh. Steph's texted me yesterday. She's like, she's like, oh, I, I need to pre-order this vinyl because I get, uh, I don't even know what it was, uh, early access to Taylor Swift tickets for a tour or something. And I'm just like, I'm like, you know, I pre-ordered that. Like, <laughs> you trying to go see Taylor Swift on tour? I might go see Taylor Swift on tour. Yeah, yellow. <laughs> You know, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a show. Yeah, There's saw some... Hanson a couple of years ago. Why not Taylor Swift? Hanson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Hanson you know. was fucking awesome, dude. I'm not gonna lie, that was a good fucking show. I fucking bad. <laughs> I would have gone to LFO if it wasn't the same night as Music as Art. You know, <laughs> mostly because Allie Burns was playing. I, 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 she's playing, fucking the Thursday after my birthday show, and like that's band practice night. I can't go. You know, and again, it might not be, so who fucking knows right now? We're dealing with all kinds of bullshit with that. But <laughs> If she's playing late enough, maybe you can scoodoodle yeah, on she's playing at, uh, at the show. She's playing at Stamps. That's not too far away. It's easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, from the current spot. Stamps is a fucking... I cannot put Hanson and Taylor Swift in the same category. I didn't put them in the same category. I just said Hanson was a good show. And that I also think Taylor Swift would be a good show. I think Dewey's calling I me did. repeatedly. Yeah, that's what's happening. He's, he's leaving you voice over. He's trying his damnedest to call in right now. <laughs> Dewey, you can't, you can't do that. All right, you know, you could have, you could have come, you could have been here, you know. Man, we could have literally just gone and bought some burgers and had a, you know, I don't have a grill right now, but we could have. It's fine. We'll make them. Yeah, we got a fucking foreman, like a like a knockoff foreman grill. We could made them up. We should, you know, that'll be, we'll do a, we'll do a Think So Joe show barbecue extravaganza where Dewey drives in and, you know, we'll, we'll just have a barbecue during, like if we can bring the cooking stuff in here, all the better, but you know, we'll just at least, we'll make it as visually I mean, we can make possible. this, we could, we could do a mobile fucking, like, you know? we could do it with the laptop, that's easy. There we go, you know. <laughs> fucking, uh, John will cook. He's still going, holy crap. <laughs> He, he said answer your phone. He's in the chat telling you to answer your phone. Do you want me to answer it? Answer <laughs> You're on the air, man. I always yell you know? at John for fucking looking at his phone. <laughs> I'm not trying to look. I put it back here. Right? It's just, a, it becomes distracting. <laughs> I know, I know. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Dewey, do I shut it off? I wouldn't shut what, it off. What would you do if you were me? I guess on the Think So Joe show. I always have my shit on silent. But Jasmine's my, calling me too now. Jasmine's Jesus calling Christ. you too? Everybody's you calling know, you. This is This is... Guys, they can literally interact with you through the chat. There's there's you know, literally a chat. It's we a can... whole interaction. It's J Joe <laughs> has specifically coded his show on Facebook, YouTube, wherever it is, so that you can leave comments on it at the bottom. And we can and we can, and we can see them. Yeah, we can we can interact with you. That's, that's what software, we, but that's that's impressive too. That's what we do. We're on Twitch and Facebook, and he said he's leaving voicemails. I saw we at least saw... one voicemail. You know. 
Yeah, we should just we should play his voicemail just to spite him. <laughs> Jasmine left you one too, apparently. You know, wow. <laughs> Everybody's calling you. You know, you show up on the wanna... show and you you just become like uber popular now. <laughs> Everybody's yeah. they're all calling you. So so what's up with yellow sauce? That's what that all is. You know, what's up? Was that really the last show? Sure was. We're never <laughs> playing again. <laughs> You know, Ryan and I, we just, we burned it. We burned our instruments. Oh, uh, it was the best show ever, too, wasn't it? It was pretty good. It was a good time. I mean, like, you know, it was it was nostalgic. It was, in a way, it was like saying goodbye to the songs, you know? I, play, I played the banana on a couple of songs. Hell yeah, you know, Joe. Instead of reading the, the book, I, I set the book banana. down. I was actually playing an instrument, contributing to the music. You know? <laughs> it was spectacular. That was, and it was well appreciated, I think, by everybody everybody in the audience. Fucking, uh, that show was great though. Fucking, it was like yeah. everything I want. Yellow Sauce's last show at Stamps to be with like, you know, it's just it feels like a family. By the end of the night, um, and we were with such such great bands too. Oh man, Finality Complex was great. Of course, oh, Dreadnecks yeah. are always fucking great. Something fuck involving yeah. a monkey is just oh man, that's an incredible band. I can't. We're we're hoping to do some stuff with them next spring. So. They're mind-boggling. Super yeah. fucking cool stuff, man. Like, what a way for us to, to, to go, though. Like, that's great company. If like, that was the last show, that was a good last show. I agree, you know. I see it exactly so. that way. But, you know, who knows what's to come. But, like, you know, Ryan and I burned our instruments and broke our hands. Well, Ryan broke his hands. So <laughs> he can't play guitar ever again, you know. That's just Ryan <laughs> said goodbye to the whole thing. Um, and, yeah, so... Fuck it, it's over, you know? Yellow sauce broke up. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we might be back, we might not. Sorry for making a meme out of the whole thing. It's everyone else that did it, though. We posted, you know, and I was very concise, I was very clear. I said, exactly. we're not going to play shows anymore. We're just not, we're not going to play shows anymore. And everyone said, oh no, yellow sauce is breaking up. And, you know. <laughs> I mean, we have a new album. We have a new album. We haven't even released our new album yet. Like, there, there's things <laughs> to come. Yellow sauce is exist. And I think, you know, we are we are always yellow sauce. Like we the people. Jazzy says she sauce. she thinks she deserved a heads up. I think you got as much of a heads up as I did. <laughs> you know, it was like something that was discussed not super long before the thing happened, but like in a way that we were working towards it for a while, but like what's gonna be the last show for now? And then that one was just, it was ideal, yeah. you know? I think I texted you like, hey, look at this thing I bought. And you're like, yeah, this one coming up on Friday is probably going to be the last one for a while. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I knew exactly why. Like, I didn't have to ask. Right. Like, I, I already like I already knew. Like, Straight up. So, you know, it was for obvious reasons. And yeah. then you put out the statement. It's like, oh, well, now you got to come out and see us Friday because you might not get to see us again. Straight up. And thank uh, you, you to those that did, you know, it was, was, was a family event. You and I are going on to do some other stuff, you know. Joe just... and I are going to start a Primus cover band. Joe's playing bass. <laughs> Fuck you. Mr. Know-it-all's Primus covers. <laughs> Come get them. They can't all be zingers, you know. <laughs> we're, just, we're just talking about, like, some covers, and he's just like, yeah, so we're going to play Primus, right? Like... Primus is great. No. <laughs> you know, well, you know, 80s and 90s, Primus is like the most relevant band from the 90s, easily. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the easily. Most memorable. Um, I don't know, man, you know? And then the 80s, like, Sticks, you know, the, like that mid, mid Sticks, 
between the 70s sticks that was spectacular and the 90s sticks that we don't really talk about, you know. The I 80s was where it got weird. I still don't think special. I told John you want to do some Guns N' Roses covers. I'll do some Guns N' fucking Roses <laughs> covers, you know. Fuck. We'll fucking see. Axel. <laughs> Appetite for Destruction is an album of mm-hmm. only, it's just, it's basically a greatest hits album. They might as well just call it that. You know, if, they, if only they had the foresight. It's the best-selling debut album of all time. No shit. I didn't know that. At least it was. I don't know if it may may have gotten surpassed. But, like, it was the biggest-selling debut album of all time for a long time. And I don't know if that's still true. I'd imagine it possibly is, but... uh, Could be. But, yeah, somebody asked about the Tetris thing behind me. It is a light... Can you rearrange it? Yes, you can. Oh, shit. The blue one's got to be on the bottom, but everything else can be rearranged. Wow. Yeah. That's super cool. And, like, is it lit by, like, the connectivity to one another? Wow, even cooler. Yeah, it's like those old, like, 80s touch lamps, except, like, once you connect it to the other pieces, it lights up, which is cool. Do you remember those cubes that, like, they would sell at the the Target and stuff, and, like, you had this little stick figure dude in your cube... And then, like, you could get friends that also had the cube, or you get more of these cubes, and then your stick figures can, like, walk over into each other's cubes with the magnet. You know, you put the two screens next to each other, and then, like, if you flip them upside down, the, the stick guys are like, whoa, no, we're being upside down. If you remember <laughs> no, what I don't those remember are called this. in chat. <laughs> if anybody remembers that, let Leela know what things, they're called. man. Yeah. I had a couple of them. I, I don't recall those, but that's... Uh... Stick figure cubes. We could figure it I'm, out. I'm a little bit older than you, so... <laughs> Just a little. You see? Steen remembers them. That's, that's Marissa, my fiance. Yeah, Marissa remembers. See? Do you remember what they're called, though? You know? <laughs> or can you Google it in a way that's not me being rude on the uh, on the air here? Ask me if birds are real. <clears throat> yeah, Joe. <laughs> I mean... Be careful how you answer this question, because it really shapes people's opinion of who you are. <laughs> I mean, Scott Leffler's terrified of them, so they must be real. I mean, there's a lot of reasons to be terrified of birds, whether or not they're real. I think there are just as many reasons to be scared of birds if they're not real. Fair. Like, I'm not going to claim that I know if birds (laughs) are real. I'm not even going to claim what I believe, because that's very personal. (laughs) Is Mark watching today? Mark can tell you if birds are real. He owns one. (laughs) I don't know if I haven't seen him in the chat, though, so. (laughs) Jill's here, too. Hell yeah. Uh, you missed uh, you missed Dewey leaving us uh, like sixteen hundred voicemails on Leland's phone. They actually, I think that they stopped. They gave up. That's, <laughs> That's not a sign to begin again. Okay, <laughs> we're done with that part of the show here. All right. You missed me getting yelled at for mentioning Hanson and Taylor Swift in the same breath. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you know, it's fine though. I mean, what if what if Hanson and Taylor Swift went on tour together? You know. That right? Be, that would that be an incredible be, tour. That'd be super cool. You know, I yeah. think that's just what Taylor Swift needs. And like Hanson, Dude, that like, Hanson show was amazing. The first place is a good thing. But like, you know, I think that's what they need. They need each other. What if they did a song together? <laughs> Dewey Hanson. says he thinks Hanson could beat up Taylor Swift. I'm, I mean, there's three of them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there's one of her. I think that you should challenge Taylor Swift with that, Dewey. I think that you should give it to her. And tell her, listen. Hanson, Taylor Swift, and Rob Zombie tour. <laughs> you know, I would see that tour, though. I, You know, that's... Me too. 
that would be like most likely scenario for me to catch the Taylor Swift tour, to be honest. Like I, I, I didn't would... like any of like Rob Zombie's solo stuff until I saw Rob Zombie live. Rob Zombie's cool live. Like I love White Zombie, but I was never like into like anything he did after that. And just like I saw him live, I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty good. Hell yeah. <laughs> Jill says mm, bopper in the face. <laughs> you know, that's that's how it's gonna go. Tell you, man, that Hanson show was fucking amazing. Like, I would totally go see them again. Hell yeah. Like, that was, like, like I went because, like, Karina wanted to go. She was like, oh, let's, you know, hey, Hanson's coming. I'm like, all right, cool, we're going. Where did they play? I can't believe I've come here to listen to Joe talk about Rob Zombie. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, they played at fucking Kleinhands with the orchestra. Oh, shit, no yeah. way. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, it was a fucking amazing show, dude. Just what an experience. Incredible, yeah. Is that the phone number to call Hanson by? That's probably your... You want us to call... You want us to call out to you, do we? That's, <laughs> that's tricky, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Dewey just put his own phone either. number in the chat. He probably did. Somebody in chat called Dewey and, uh, <laughs> you know, make him regret it. <laughs> he says it's not his number. You know, I still don't trust that number. It could it could not be his, and I wouldn't trust it. <laughs> I don't have Dewey's number, I don't think. That so. might be Ryan's number. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> he doesn't know whose number that is. Well. <laughs> I have no idea whose number that is either. Maybe it's Vertigo Child's number. We're about to play them. Hell yeah. No, excuse me, no. Jupiter Trolley. Jupiter. Wrong band. That's I don't even have my fucking list up because I had to reboot the computer. There we go. There's the list. All right, we got Jupiter Trolley. They're performing at Mohawk Place, 47 East Mohawk Street uh, in Buffalo tomorrow night with The Midnight Sconce, Quaker Gun Club, and Wired at 7 p.m., $7, 18 and up. So go check that show out tomorrow if you're not uh, busy. And this is Jupiter Trolley, and this song is... No, yes, this is Jupiter Trolley, and this song is called No Disguise on All WNY, Think So Joe Show. All right. All right.
All right, that was Jupiter Trolley on all WNY I Think So Joe's show, the song called No Disguise. I'm tripping over words today, man. That's going to be fun for work later. Well, I did. <laughs> Luckily, I did most of my work last night, so I should be all right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You know, I often have a t- hard time speaking, you know, just like what I intend to speak as I intend to speak it, you know? You just, you slip and you fall. Sometimes you 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 really fucking fall, you know? And that's part of being life. Do you ever have words? Is there any, like, specific word that you just cannot say? Hmm. <laughs> I've had this conversation with other people, like, like uh, uh, Annie from uh, 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 Jackknife Stiletto cannot say Arabica, like Arabica coffee. She can't okay. say it. Huh. I mean, there's always the worst to Shishire, which, like, I think... You know, I, I realized, I think, today or yesterday that TikTok as a whole seems to have given up on, on Worcestershire sauce. And, like, I, I personally, like, I felt like I had a better grasp on what it was called before. Like, and, like, you know, my TikTok, I'm, like, super big on the food TikTok and, like, the cooking and stuff. Like, this, you know, I have a lot of my favorite MasterChef art, um, chefs and stuff, and, like, I like to, like to cook and stuff. But, like, man, like... Nobody's putting in any effort for Worcestershire, Worcestershire, and like I, I'm no longer have any sense of identity with the thing. I don't know the right way to say it. I never knew the right way to say that. So. You know, so that's I, that's one of those things. Like anytime I see it, if it comes up in a script, I have to like Google it. Like how the fuck do you say this? <laughs> for the longest time, though, like like when I was younger and like AIM was like a brand new thing, because that's how old I am. Uh, I could not say the words instant messenger. Could not say it. I could say it now. I just couldn't say it then. What did you, what did it sound like? What would you like? Like like instant messenger. Like it just, I couldn't, I would stumble over the fucking words. I couldn't say it. Feel that? Like now, uh, now I could say it. It's tricky. Yeah. You know, I mean, coming on to all these new words and series of words that you wouldn't expect to be used together like Hanson and Taylor Swift, you know, <laughs> bundling things. It's, yeah. Uh, my, my worst phrase right now is in an interview. <laughs> like whenever that's in a fucking script, I have to record it at least two or three times. Oh, yeah? Because I can't fucking say it like in the context of a script. I just can't fucking do it. It just never comes out right the first time. Like, like the word they just in kind an of interview like, is like tongue twisty? Yeah, right. They blend yeah, together. Like it's weird. True. But, uh, wow. Yeah, no, I, I was, I remember we booked uh, Jackknife Stiletto on one of my Halloween shows one year, and that. we're, sa- I can't say I don't have to poop after eating Taco Bell, or fucking Taco Bell. Wow. <laughs> I was already, like, maybe gonna get Taco Bell after this, so, like. Now you're definitely gonna get Taco Bell after this. That was a sign. for probably confirming, that, you know? that was, It was a sign. You know? Jill's, we were out last weekend, and Jill's like, oh, we're gonna have a banned TikTok. I'm like. Yeah, and <laughs> like just because I'm old and don't have my own TikTok doesn't mean because so like there already is there not already a, a living brain dead TikTok or was I that just Katie's TikTok under that name? Katie might have had one under that name. Yeah, because I, I swear I don't. I, mean, I have nothing to do with TikTok. It's so at least the logo and like you know, yellow I know sauce yellow sauce is on TikTok. Yeah, you know, and but like and that's what I told her. I'm like, I'm like, you're threatening to put us on fucking TikTok. Yellow sauce is already on TikTok. Like, I'm already like. I already have a band TikTok. We went pretty hard on TikTok for yeah. a while. And you know, like that that might be something that I, I 
could be to come for for non shows. Yellow sauce, you know, perhaps the season two of what we had done. The you new know, purple brisk tea at Taco Bell tastes like purple flurp. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Tim from Ningwood Records has been impersonating me on TikTok. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, so that's cool. I mean, is there like a hashtag for it that we can we can <laughs> Google or something, man? Because I'll be here for that. I don't know if I've ever actually personally been in a TikTok video. <laughs> I could have been and not known it, but I never. I don't. I, I don't know that I am. Am I on the yellow sauce one at all? I don't think so. I, I, that's what I'm thinking about right now, and I can't place it. <laughs> I don't think you are, you know? We got Bob Paul, um, late stage, um, resurrection Bob Paul. Uh, what I call mascot Bob Paul, because the truth is it's not really Bob Paul. It's just like, it's just a mascot version of Bob Paul that appears on TikTok. Because Bob Paul's <laughs> dead, motherfucker. Like, Bob Paul's gone. Yeah. Um, and that's just how it be. Um, but TikTok's a place, um, it's, you know, it's certainly a place where things happen and people, um, find things, so, you know, good subject, it's good stuff to talk about, too, you know? I'll see, like, TikTok, like, I've been watching a lot of, like, YouTube shorts and fucking Facebook, like, the little, you know, their knockoffs of TikTok stuff, so. Most yeah. people all have, like, you've got your Instagram Reels account, you've got your Facebook account, your TikTok right. account, you upload it all around. Ryan and I got this friend Joey who will not and he will not go on TikTok. He doesn't. And he like he did it for a little while and he's like, you know, I really hate TikTok. And we're like, you know, TikTok really caters to what you tell it you like. So you should probably like yourself more or like, you know, try to try to get TikToks that are vibing with you more, you know? Right. And and uh so he he um doesn't and he sends us like Facebook Messenger their Facebook um, video messages in our yeah. little group chat. And I always, like, find the same video on TikTok and send it back to him. Like, it's like, I don't know why you're so scared of it. It's just the same, <laughs> same thing on a different platform. Mark just jumped in the chat, and we were talking about birds earlier, and they're, they're, they're trying to tell me that birds aren't real. <laughs> you know? And, 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 I, and I said that, that Mark would know if birds are real. There's so. a lot of speculation about the genuine, the joint genuinity that's a word of birds. Sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> Which of the reindeer would win in a fight? Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, that's a really good question. Not Rudolph, because Rudolph's like run to the litter. Rudolph's going down first because everyone's sick of his bullshit anyway. Right. Um, maybe Dancer, because Dancer's like fit, you know? Dancer, by name. I don't know. Dewey says Rudolph. Rudolph? Underdog, man. This guy's a Bills fan over here. <laughs> I don't know, man. The Bills look pretty good the other day, I'll tell you that. They do, you know? But, you know, like, it's just the history that makes that was, them an underdog team at this point. That was point. a close game the I'm other not, day, man. I yeah, no, I, I get you. I get you. I really have a place to speak about it. Who again. should sing for Tool when Maynard dies? Will he know? Nah, fucking Bill Manspeaker. <laughs> Somebody should sing for Tool when Maynard dies? Are Bill we... Manspeaker of Green well, Jello. doesn't value himself very much in Tool. Do he knows who, Green, who fucking Bill Manspeaker is? Like, I'm explaining it to him. <laughs> fucking Bill Manspeaker should sing for Tool. I would watch that show. <laughs> I'd be there for that. Birds are real. Oh shit! He has the he has bites and bird poop to prove it. Well, Ooh. shit. There you go. Okay. <laughs> I was just talking about uh, Bill Manspeaker earlier because uh, apparently the new Taylor Swift record "Midnights," which comes out uh, I think like tomorrow at midnight, um, has been sent to people early. Wow. I didn't get mine yet. 
so I'm not one of those people. Did you wear the vinyl? Yeah. Nice. Uh, and I was like, hey, yeah, I had that happen once. I pre-ordered a, 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 the garbage, uh, uh, the, gar- the, gar- the garage band kids fucking Green Jello record, and it got here like six months early. Wow, holy crap. And, and she goes, uh, you know, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like I got it. I posted about it on Facebook and Bill Manspeaker was in my inbox like five minutes later. Like, hey, can you write a review? <laughs> yeah, sure, whatever. You know? I got fucking Bill Manspeaker of Green Jello DMing me. <laughs> like, yeah, all right, yeah, sure. Whatever you want, dude, I got you. Hell yeah. So <laughs> well, Thanks to Dewey, uh, Yellow Sauce made it into a Green Jello music video because Dewey was wearing his Yellow Sauce shirt when he was in the Green Jello music yeah, video. Yeah, I saw that. I remember that. That was, that was some super cool Deweying if I ever saw it, man. <laughs> Fuck. Right up there with when he made us our own Green Jello puppet um, banana yep. helmet head. Which I wore when I played with fucking uh, XM Priory. Hell Tried yeah. to anyway, and I couldn't get the guitar <laughs> strap over it, so I had you to know, take it off. It's a wee bit tall, that nanner. But it's, you know, that thing went with us to Cleveland. Yeah, it and, did. And uh, it sat on stage for a lot of shows, and sometimes the rando would pick it up, and, you know, that's really what we wanted. We were here for that. Right. The, the randos to pick it up and put it on and do their little dance. Dance, yeah, fucking, rando, dance. Yeah, green Jello record somewhere in the shelf over there with fucking Dewey's picture in it. Oh, shit. Fucking Ryan Craig took the picture. Nice. Yeah. Got photo credit on it and everything. Like, that's cool. Like, Hell yeah. I didn't even know. Like, I bought the fucking record and I got home and, like, Ryan's like, hey, anybody see this picture I took of Dewey in the fucking green Jello record? I'm like, no. Let me open this right now and fucking look. Like, oh, hey, look. Incredible. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, it's cool, man. Hell yeah. It's always cool to see my friend's pictures in fucking record things. Why is Brian sideways? Because it's a flag and that's the easiest way for me to hang it up he's also right side up like right next to it and to the left but you can't see it because it's like he's on one of my pins too he's yeah. like yeah yeah right there on camera yeah he's Very up brilliant. there he's over there he's over there Brian's all over the studio I had a little <laughs> thought recently that like you know this is the hat that I always wear when I go to like shows and concerts and stuff so like I like to think that you know You're, he's with Br- you Brennan's kind of he's with you yeah. Brennan's kind of watching the, the show with me you know you saw Rammstein with me, if that's the case, you know? My, uh, I always wear a fucking Living Brain Dead wristband to go to shows yeah. and like that I know Brian would have wanted to go to, and that's my way of like taking him to these shows that he would have loved. Like, oh, yeah. When I saw like I started doing it with fucking Rancid last year because like, Brian never got to see Rancid. He said every time he had a ticket for Rancid, something happened where he couldn't go. Shoot. And he passed away before they came back, so it was like, all right. I'm bringing Brian with me in spirit. So I wore the fucking wristband. That was the first time I did it. And I've done it for like War on Women because Brian was the one that introduced me to them and like the fucking Bomb Pops because Brian would have loved that show. Nice. Did Brian see Rob Zombie with you? With you? No. With me? No. Not with me. Brian, Brian was still alive and did not go to that show. I went with somebody that didn't like Brian, so Brian was, like, cool enough to just be like, yo, I'm going to back off. You can hang out with me, and I won't hang out with you while you're hanging out with him. Which was, like, it should have been a fucking red flag right there to just, like, ditch the other dude and hang out with Brian. I know somebody in the chat right now is going through a similar fucking situation, so, (laughs) you know. What's the strangest thing you've ever purchased? Oh, no. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'd have to really think about that. Strange purchases. Strange purchases. You know, when Yellow Sauce was going to have our CD like d- made, like our ballad album, um, I was getting these ads on Hulu for, for like 
CD distribution of like a thousand and more, and I was like, "There's no way that's not targeted as hell." Like, yeah, right. Like, what a, what a <laughs> random thing to like have an ad for a CD distributor for like a thousand plus prints of a CD, a deal on a thousand or more. You know, like who who just on average is looking for stuff like that? Not everybody, but you know, it was ridiculous. But that's not something I purchased. That's very strange. Unfortunately, by by that same logic i could say that purchasing printed cds in bulk is probably strange in the context of the average individual um however you know it's not like it's not the raunchy answer you're looking for i know so i'm trying to think of like something i would say maybe the menudo record that's somewhere up in the stacks here menudo i bought (laughs) one time a cd at fye that said that barack obama was the artist and his face was on it and it's called yes we can i think and it was not barack obama on it i don't think he had anything to do with that cd he was just on it and it was attributed to him but it was like just a bunch of america songs it's about like three bucks on it though you know it's not (laughs) sometimes you got to take a jump on these things like if barack obama sang an album of of songs like that'd be great and i've been saying for years that somebody should campaign for president on tour like like their campaign just make an album that is the campaign don't give kid rock ideas that's true oh my god no (laughs) i don't want to create that yeah don't 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 put that out there because he will fucking do that somebody do it right (laughs) okay (laughs) did i ditch rob zombie to hang out with brian no because it was rob zombie and alice cooper and i'd never seen either of them live before Shit. At that point, so it was like, all right, I'm I'm going for Alice Cooper, and then Rob Zombie was pretty fucking cool, but Alice Cooper just fucking blew me away. He was doing like, yeah. it was his theater of death tour, so he was dying like four times each show. I, you know, I just like had a whole thing about should I go see him at Shays, and I didn't, and I, I'm kicking myself for it. You know, I'd never seen Alice Cooper. Yeah, he was just here, and I I wanted yeah. to. I, I don't remember why I couldn't go, but I couldn't go. So I, um, but I've seen him like three or four times now. Uh, Mark wants to know how could anyone not like Brian? Like I said, it should have been a red flag. It you should know. have immediately been a red flag. Like, dude, you have a problem with Brian? <laughs> like, what the fuck? You know. Uh, all one of us, maybe two, want to know when the Taco Song will be released and why will it be tomorrow at midnight? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> we got to compete with Taylor Swift. We got to put the Taco Song out. I'm not competing with Taylor Swift. <laughs> right? No. I don't want to compete with Taylor Swift. I could never. Taylor Swift deserves it all. Let's just put it there, you know? the the There's years of artistry that goes into Taylor Swift. You know, the taco song, you know, the taco <laughs> song, it's canceled. It's gone. You know, we... It's we gone. haven't played it in days. We haven't played it in days. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> It's it's literally been. I days. was honestly surprised you guys played it. We we had a discussion. We played about it because I played the fucking banana on it. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. True. I'm just like. <laughs> Jasmine Thank says you. she'll buy it. Yeah. Thank you, Jasmine. I would never make you pay for the taco song if we were to release it. Okay. That's. Never mind the fact that she has a copy of it. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's fine, dude. What? Joe's. <laughs> Josiah should not have banned you. Josiah, I don't know what's I don't, going on. Yeah, you know, fine. <laughs> Josiah's the dude from Cardboard Homestead. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hey. 
I haven't seen. Have they been playing around? Because I haven't seen. Them yeah, man, they've yeah. Uh, they've been playing a lot of shows. Yeah, saw them a couple of times. Every time, every fucking time I see them, it just gets crazier and crazier. Like the like, I saw them. Uh, they played at fucking Good Bar, and as I'm leaving and waiting for a fucking Uber, right? Like, Ian is outside, and some dude comes out of the bar with a brick. Where he got this brick, I have no fucking clue, right? I've told this story on the show before, but I'll tell it again just to get to this, you know, through this point of how crazy these cardboard homestead shows get. So this dude, like, Ian's like, uh, this is what I found out about this. I don't think I've ever actually told this side of it on on the show because I actually talked to Ian about it and found out. The dude is like, this is my baby. And Ian's like, let me see your brick. And just like, be careful with it. It's my baby. And Ian fucking took it and slammed it on the fucking ground. Oh, man. So the dude got pissed. And Ian picked it up and fucking slammed it on the ground again. And then security got involved. And then my Uber showed up. So I don't know how the fuck that (laughs) ended up playing out. But like, fucking, the next time I saw Cardboard Homestead was on a Friday night at Good Bar. And Friday nights at Good Bar are kind of crazy. Because they have bands downstairs and upstairs. And there were a lot more people downstairs than upstairs, as is usually the case. And um, somebody goes downstairs in between bands, and they go out to the patio, and they're just like, yeah, you know, there's music upstairs, too. You should come check out this band. Come check out this band. Come check out this band. And, like, a few few fucking people come up. Like, these fucking girls. Uh, The way I describe this night is I have no idea what the fuck just happened, but I'm pretty sure it involved a fake ID. Okay. Uh, these girls come up and like Cardboard Homestead's been covering Complicated by Avril Lavigne. <laughs> and uh, they start, they get up on stage and start singing along with them and fucking like next thing I know, one of them's got the fucking, got the bass player's bass. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? It was just weird. It was crazy. You know? Uh, and I, you know, like, like, and, and it just, that's how Cardboard Homestead shows have been going. But they have been happening. They should cover Rob Zombie instead of Avril Lavigne. Wow. <laughs> I would be here for that, you know. Yeah, I have yeah. a really fond memory of watching um, uh, Ian. I think Cardboard Homestead might have just been Ian at the time, even, like, years right. ago. Like, 2017, maybe. And, like, we played a show with, with Cardboard and Ian... Ian was cardboard, and and he like he got up on the bar and he was playing to us on the bar. It was spectacular. It's one of those moments when you're at stamps and you you kind of realize you don't really need to be on a stage. You just you just are, and like you know. But like it, it was like making the most of that situation. Like I mean, I mean the bar room was everyone was having a good time. All those people that wouldn't have gotten up and gone to the stage, you know. Mm-hmm. It was like that suddenly was super fun. I don't know if. Like, being on the bar at Stamps is great because, like, I don't know how well carpentered that is, <laughs> you know? But. Dude, I, like, I stuck around Stamps for a while afterward because, like, like, Steph and her friend Julie showed up after, like, everybody left. Right. And Stamps is just weird when there's not a show going on. Like, it's a completely different place. I feel that. Saucy Wednesdays was interesting when Ryan and I was were hosting. Don Roth the showed up like there. after you guys left. Did he? Yeah. No shit. After the show. Yeah. Wow, he usually leaves early. I figured he was an early. No, uh, he showed up after you guys left. Wow. Well, you know. Leland, what, what do you have to say about drugs? Drugs. Um, drugs. 
like the band? I don't know. She just said, "What do you, what, what do you think about drugs?" I don't have a lot of opinions about drugs. I think that drugs are an excuse for the police and and um, for for the law to to reel some people in and uh, to to keep this corporate prison thing happening for themselves. I think drugs are an excuse. To, you know, that's that's a lot of what I think about it. And I, I think that drugs should be the, the decision of people that do them. But, like, am I interested in in um, doing drugs? I mean, now that weed is legal, is it still a drug? Question. I don't think so. So, no. I don't do drugs. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, what do I have to say about POTUS XXX? POTUS XXX is... Um, it's a it's a shit posting band <laughs> that that um that that is um we we the shit posters of POTUS Triple X have created the, the most flatulent song perhaps of all time, pre pandemic fart. It's currently in production. Joe's gonna record his parts to it at gunpoint. When we finish the pretty show much right tonight. after the show, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, it's gonna. Oh, uh, Dewey great. says no. He says no names. No names. No names. We're, no names. What do you mean no names, Dewey? <laughs> you. Sh- I was. Gonna- <laughs> I-, I was gonna joke. I'm not gonna say it because he'll do it. But you know, no names. I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean, Dewey? What do you mean no names? Let him get back to that, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm doing my part right after we finish up here. I'm gonna plug in a microphone. We're gonna pull up the record. We're gonna pull up whatever fucking software I need. And we'll make Joe sure. Joe name. Joe name. Okay, we'll fucking we'll get that shit done. So right, what the public needs to know about POTUS Triple X is follow it on Facebook and and Instagram and stuff. Song about a fart, you know, a pre-pandemic fart. This is a fart of longevity, to say the least, and. um It'll be here soon. Joe's gonna be on it, you know. I'm already on it. Joe's <laughs> Joe is already on it, and he gave me his permission to steal from the show. I did last week, and I didn't know about it until I got sent the fucking file. I'm like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> you know, I said to Dewey specifically, I was like, if Joe didn't want me to steal from his show, he wouldn't post it on YouTube. God damn it. And, <laughs> and so away I did. That's how copyright law works, right? Hell yeah. It's on YouTube. It's mine. And then, you know, even further down the pipeline for POTUS XXX, we have the pre-pandemic fart song Helium Edition, which is where we've um, altered, we've sonically altered the song to make it sound like we're all high on helium. (laughs) Because that's what happens when you smoke helium. Right. remember working in fucking Office Max and we just had all these like helium balloons around so we had a helium tank to make sure we could fill up the balloons and it's just like... Shouldn't do that. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> My bad, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, you know, like, you know, like, sell it, like, we have this sale going on so we had this helium tank so we'd all just fucking, like, when it's dead, just stand back in the fucking office and just <laughs> hit the oh, yeah. helium, like, yeah. Um, Singing fucking Journey and shit. Yes, it's small town, girl. <laughs> so way back when I was in Ritual Walk, like ten years, ten years ago, probably, probably nine, ten years ago, we used to cover "Killing in the Name" by Rage Against the Machine, but our guitar player Nick Helium would, Leland would coming sing up. it. Is this it? Oh fuck yeah! Oh shit! 
<laughs> so Richard Locke's guitar player, Nick, would cover Killing in the Name. He would do the vocals. And he, like, the one time we brought a helium balloon, and he, like, inhaled it, like, right up to the, the start of the song. And, man, was it funny as hell when he, like, performed that way. Like, Killing in the Name. You know Killing in the Name. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Like, what a, what a fucking, like, ha-ha moment. That was spectacular. Spectacular. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's like hard to concentrate on talking that way, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Made it a little tricky to tell my story. <laughs> who's on the track, fam? Well, Jasmine's on the track, fam. That's who's on post-pre-pandemic fart. Um, Dewey's on it. Joe's on it. I'm on it. Jasmine Ryan's was texting been... me yesterday about it, and I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, I haven't gotten around to doing my part. She's like, yeah, I haven't either. And then like ten minutes later, she's already done it. I'm like, fuck, I'm the only one. I'm the last one. Like, yeah. <laughs> we got Ryan mixing and mastering it a little bit too. I'm mixing it right now. Cool, but, cool. You know, Ryan's Ryan's been in the in the, you know, he kind of took over that that aspect of it just for uh, some fresh ears and nice. You know, the mind of Ryan is a is a special one. You know, as long as you. Got to reward him with some eggs after the fact, and everything's <laughs> fine, you know? There's another song that got lost, though, when you took that album down. It was fucking Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is, I believe Mayonnaise is, Mayonnaise is definitely still on YouTube, and we've re-uploaded the That's right, you guys did a video for that. We did. I, you know, that was perhaps one of the best things I've ever done. MS Paint, you know, you can't go wrong. Made a few different cards, you saw the timing of the thing, you know, and like I would never do that again. Or maybe Ryan is mixing it while we yell at everything he changed. Yeah, you know, we're being a little hard on Ryan, but that's how you gotta <laughs> handle Ryan, man. You can't be nice to Ryan. You gotta be a dick to him. That's just how it goes. Ryan sucks eggs, you know. Right. All right, for those of you looking for something to do on Saturday night out here in West Seneca, performing Saturday at Rusty Nickel Brewing, uh, Brewing that's 4350 Seneca Street out in West Seneca at 8 p.m. is PA Line. And this song is called Peace of Love on All WNY. Think So Joe Show. Well, it's something that you say that really struck me deep. You said that everybody wants a piece of love. But what's left for me? Well, look, give me a chance to speak. I'll give you something to believe. That if everybody wants a piece of love, well, I hope that peace is me. me with a piece of love and a dream you'd be my wife look give me a chance to try i try to make everything right 
Cause I know that everybody wants a piece of love And for the dreams to come alive Oh, love me And I'll be your home And I'll be your freedom And I'll be your soul PA Line on all WNY Think So Joe show. Song called Peace of Love. You can catch them Saturday at Rusty Nickel Brewing, 4350 Seneca Street in West Seneca at 8 p.m. Saturday night. That was a fucking jam. There's a few shows going on Saturday night. We're going to play some songs from some other bands that are also playing Saturday night. Nice. PA Line's a band I don't play too often on the show because I feel like they are like way above our pay grade. Like, <laughs> like they are just fucking amazing. Hell yeah. And uh, like I met them... When uh, we first we first came back with All WNY uh, with Scott Leffler at the helm and we did the All WNY Awards and I hosted in like 2017. So, uh, cool fucking band and really, uh, you know, we don't usually play them because usually, because I feel like they are just like way above this show. So, <laughs> you know, but you know, it's cool. It's promotion. Yeah. Go see them play on Saturday. Go see them Saturday at, at uh, Rusty Nickel Brewing up the street here. Rusty Nickel. Yeah, it's not too not too far from here. It's out here in West Seneca, so. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, or maybe go see one of the other bands we're going to play later on. Always, always looking to play some bands and attend some shows and. Hell yeah. You it's been know. out the last couple of weekends. We saw uh, Karma Queen this past weekend over at uh, Tapo's Pizzeria. Cool. Which was oh, like not a fucking music venue. <laughs> that's, that's sometimes the best way to do it, though, you know? Uh, it would be if it sounded good. I want to figure out, like, you know... I've I love Karma internet. Queen, and it's nothing against Karma Queen, but that venue is not meant for a fucking live band. Super fair, you know. But it was a, but like walking in, it was like total Nashville vibes. 
Like, this place that John and I went when we got to fucking Nashville, like, we've talked about this because you recommended a fucking hot chicken place. Mm -hmm. And our Uber driver was like, nah, don't fucking go there. Go to this place. So we go to this place, um, Prince's, and we walk in, and it's just this whole fucking food court that takes up, like, two buildings. And there's bands playing in each fucking building on, like, each floor of each building. They do, like, big shows up on the fucking roof. Hell yeah. So, like... You know, and like it just it. I got that kind of vibe walking into that place, but that was not a fucking live music place. It was a cool place. Pizza was pretty good, but like you know, I you know, Karma Queen's a great band. See them someplace with good sound. So, <laughs> but uh, and do it the next time you get a chance because they are fucking incredible. If you haven't seen Karma Queen yet, so bang them. Yeah. John and I will go all day talking about everybody should go see fucking Karma Queen. So <laughs> are they one of the bands that are playing this weekend? No, I no. didn't see them on the on the list for this weekend. We yeah. didn't even play them on the show last week because we were just like I just found so much stuff going on and it was just they kind of got lost in the shuffle. So I'm like, all right, we're gonna go see Karma Queen and fucking Tapos. Fuck yeah. And Tapos is the same fucking. They're the ones that had that shit dress code like during the pandemic. Where it was like, don't wear hoodies and don't wear fucking gang colors and don't wear this and don't wear that. People like, were harping on them for that too. Yeah, well, yeah, they were. Yeah, you know, they had it coming. So you can't do that. Nope. This is the music scene, you know. Right. You be you. You know, everyone that comes to your show, you be fucking grateful. First of all, you know. Yup. Damn straight. Fucking money in the door, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know. I don't know if that was like specifically their downtown location that had just opened, but like, yeah, that was fucking ridiculous. Because, like, we mentioned to uh, to our bass player, Joe, like, hey, we're going to go to Tapo's Pizza. And he's like, yeah, there's this, that's, a, that's a fancy place, man. <laughs> like, yeah. It didn't seem that fancy. Like, everybody, half the fucking people were just watching the Yankees game. Wild. Which the Yankees were winning at the time, and then we got to Tudor Lounge, like, after we left, and the Yankees lost. Like, <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, well, something involving a monkey would be happy. You know? Yeah, they're not a fan. <laughs> They made that clear. They were uh, they were very excited that the that the Indians won Game Two the day of the show. You know, <laughs> give it to them. They ended up losing the series. That's besides the point. You got to celebrate your small victories. Yeah. You know, this is this is Buffalo we're talking about here. You know, this is that's a lesson that we, as Buffalo people, are uh, familiar with. You know. Mm-hmm. You take your you take your wins. It's not about the season. It's about that game. Yep. Where is Squirrel? Squirrel's in the bedroom where she usually is. Oh. Or hanging out in the bathroom. <laughs> you know. Squirrel's one of my cats. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Cat-tastic. Yep. I got cats at home. I've met your cats. One you of have... them, anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah the, the one of them's <laughs> usually, like, more... Like, he'll demand attention the second he meets you. The other one's more <laughs> like, you know, if you've been around for a while, he'll he'll come see what's up. You know, but like he's not not jumping out to meet people necessarily, which like I, I can respect that kind of energy as a as an introvert. But like, <laughs> right. You know, when you live in this house and you don't go outside and then outside sometimes comes in. I mean, that's a pretty big deal. Sure. You know, so I like uh, my cat Sylvester will hide until there's food. Nice. <laughs> you know? There's things that make you come out, and food is one of them. But we got we got pizza the other day while the Bills game was on, and we, like, 
Gibson and Snowball were like just right up in everybody's shit. And then as soon as the food got here, Sylvester's like, yo, food. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That's why I'm glad my projector remote has a fucking laser pointer in it. Because then it's just like, get the fuck away from the food. <laughs> you know, you can feed your cats sliced apples. You, you have to peel them. You gotta wash them and peel them and whatever, but like, and, and cut them up. But you can feed your cats apples. And we tried, and our cats didn't want any part of it. They were not interested in the apples, but you can apparently do it. You yeah, know, I did not always know look that. up if you should feed your cat something before you feed your cat oh, right. something. You know, just. Well, I mean, I'm not feeding the cat pizza. He just jumps up where the boxes are. Cat pizza's probably fine. And it's like, dude, keep moving. Like, don't fucking stand. Don't fucking stand by the pizza. Keep going. Straight up. <laughs> so. Our one cat also gets, like, super excited, like, with particular foods, and, like, I mean very particular foods. Like, I think four times in his life I've seen him just, like, really want to know what what the mom or dad has, you know? Like, and, and it was one time when Marissa had gotten a sub from Joe's Deli, and this cat was, like, he went straight feral. All of a sudden, <laughs> like, he's normally, the, like, he's the one that you met, and he's just, like, super friendly, and he's just, like, right. too nice. Normally you could give a shit what the people are eating, you know, but like it was this particular, just a regular ass turkey sub that like, honestly, you know, has been in the house before, you know, a few times. And like, why all of a sudden is this your life's mission, you know? <laughs> also, do you ever have like, do your cats ever like worship strange objects? Objects Like we have like, if we have like a rag that's like kind of like, like if we clean the house or something, we have a rag that's kind of dirty, like you toss it in the corner. Um, until you're going to take it to the laundry or whatever. The cat, like, uh, if it's two seconds, the cat will be, like, on it and, like, praising this, this <laughs> the damp rag from the corner, yeah. you yeah, know? Yeah. Like, what? It's so weird. Yeah, that's you know? cats for you, man. <laughs> I love them. You yeah, know? oh, me too. I'll, I'll, cat cat person, a, no, forever. I saw a picture pop up in my memories of, uh, of my two cats that passed away last year, and I sent it to my, sent it to my daughter. I was like, I miss these two cats. <laughs> Feel that. Yeah. They're so uh, family-oriented, usually, you know, a lot of them. That's how I got that fucking banana I played the other day. Is my, you know, my, my kid saw it at fucking Guitar Center. She's like, you should buy this for your other band. I'm like, hell yeah, I should. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. I didn't practice or nothing, and I'm just like... Uh, John was a sissy and couldn't eat the jalapeno pizza. <laughs> jalapeno pizza? Yeah, there's fucking... Jalapenos aren't scary, John. Nah. I think it was more like his teeth were fucking bothering him. He couldn't fucking eat shit. That's like, fair. That's yeah. reasonable as heck. Yeah. Poor dude. And then we're like yeah. standing there and fuck, we went to Tudor after. We're just standing there like, yeah, let's, uh, you know, you want to go home, dude? Let's go home. And then like two hours later, we're still at fucking Tudor. I'm buying more, I'm buying people drinks. I'm like... John, what do you want to drink? Hell yeah. <laughs> you know, oh no. Like, all right, man. Like, you you don't want water or nothing? Like, damn. <laughs> Oof. It's a hard time. Him and Jill went for a walk. I bought I bought Jill's friend a drink, and this girl that we met at Tudor the week before, I bought her a drink, and I'm like, fuck, give me a Pepsi. Like, so. Word. I'm actually buying people drinks at this point. Like, what the fuck? When did that start happening? You know? There you go. <laughs> Usually, like, I stay the fuck away from the bar. <laughs> you know? Oh, well. It's just, just happiness afloat, you know? Yup. 
Sometimes it's like it's fun to it's fun to to make other people have fun, you know. That's yeah, where, I think that's where peer pressure comes from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? John drank a beer last weekend, man. I was surprised. He yeah. drank the whole thing. Wow. He was so proud of himself. He finished the he finished it. He's like, <laughs> what kind of beer was it? Uh, I was it a blue light. I, I don't know. Jill might know better than I do. Wasn't paying attention. Leland is the king of peer pressure. That's valid. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, I do. I do keep the party going. It's just <laughs> something that I can't not do sometimes. You know, but like it's it's a it's a vibe out with the people kind of thing. You know, I enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy. Company. But you're also like super respectful if somebody says no. You like, know, you've never made me like, do anything I don't want to do. I never asked you to, you know. I <laughs> That's mean, also if I, true. If I knew you didn't want to do it, but like, yeah. You know, I, it's the politeness of offering and in the party yeah. and stuff, but like, you know, it's just as valid of a circumstance if you don't want to. It's reasonable. Yeah. Like, I th- like, there's a lot of people around, like, like, I've never had, like, anybody just, like, why don't you drink, fucking pussy? You know, like, <laughs> oh, man. You know, they'll be like, Okay, so, you know, can I buy you a, a pop instead? Like, yeah, okay, sure, I guess. It's like the adult version of give me your lunch money, freshman. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking, we were talking about, uh, I was just talking, like, this dude tripped. Uh, we were going to Burtfest, and we were on the way over to, to uh, fucking Ironworks, and this dude, like, tripped, like, right in front of John and I. And we, like, ran over to help him up. Like, it was an older dude, and he was just like, you guys go to the, go to, you know, Ironworks? Like, yeah. All right, I'll buy you a drink when we get there. And he comes up, he's like, what do you guys drink? Like, no, nah, man, it's cool. You don't got to buy us nothing. He's like, no, what do you, like, we don't drink. Like, you want a pop? Like, yeah, okay, sure, we'll take a pop, dude. Just like, you know, we we, we just, we're not going to let you fucking lay on the ground hurt. We wanted sure to make sure you were okay. Like, you right. know, we're just, we're decent people. We don't, we didn't help you up to get free shit, you know. Right on. But like, you know. But it was cool because, you know, like he asked us what it was like, oh, you guys don't drink alcohol. That's cool. What do you want to, you want to pop or something? And that's, I find that happens a lot for me is, is like, you know, if somebody offers to buy me a drink and I say I don't drink, they, they're like, let me buy you a pop. Like, all right, cool. Right on. Like yeah. nobody is ever, and, I, and you know, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen to other people, but like nobody ever does that to me. Good. You know what I mean? You Which know? is cool. So. Right on. Be like that. Be cool like that. Like, don't fucking... Straight up. You know. Jazzy says, I'll be the the flattened above the influence ad girl, and Leland tries to keep me partying, and what am I going to say? No? Like a little bitch? Then he wins. <laughs> you know? What, what, what do I win? <laughs> you know? <laughs> what, do I win a, a, more, a more sober... Interaction with somebody, I, that's you know, it's right. not it's not a win and lose. It's just a, and like you know, my thing. I think my thing too is like, you know, if everyone else is still partying, like I'm still gonna party. You know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I that's kind of how I go about it, I guess. But like, I don't begrudge anybody having a good time and doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Like you know? I I don't I don't just you know as long as you're not trying to fucking force me to do shit. You know what I mean? Straight up, just be good to people and like you know, yeah. <laughs> Sustain yourself. Dennis is in the chat people. from uh, Lead Uke. He says, "Let's hang out. I won't buy. You, I won't buy you a beer." <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. It was. I mean, I'll see. We'll see you on the twelfth, November twelfth. Lead Uke is going to open that fucking show, leaving yeah. Brain Dead and the Clockers and Smitten for Trash. Lead Uke. It's going to be a good show, man. Remember, remember the twelfth of November. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, man. We'll fucking we'll have uh, we'll have pop together, <laughs> sitting at the bar drinking Pepsi. There you go. Just get a picture, you know. I should just get a fucking picture. Really hammer. It makes more sense. There you go. That's what we'll do next time. We'll just get a picture of Pepsi. Ryan's always on the picture of Peebers at Stamps. And he'll ask for Peebers, too. Like, that's his word, Peebers. <laughs> and, like, it's funny to watch, like, some of the bartenders get it and some of them not. How do you, like, like I've never heard anybody use that term before, but I absolutely understand what he means. <laughs> you know? But, like, and how do you work behind a bar at Stamps and not pick up, like, and, and like, not, like, and he repeated himself and mm-hmm. then, like, had to explain himself, you know? But, like... Come on, you got to put that together. I mean, right? What, what else would be Peebers? Special at stamps, you know, and like <laughs> that's how it be. Peebers, what else could be Peebers? Right? I mean, like maybe I guess you could Peebers could sort of mean um that that peanut butter whiskey, what's it called, screwball, you know, <laughs> which Jen gave us screwball at the the sauce show and Did that you? was yeah, <laughs> you know, it was well, yellow sauce has the fable drilled. Ryan and I have the fable tradition of um, we will have the bartender pick a shot when we get to the show, and, like, you know, it's just one to kind of kick off the night sort of thing, but, like, it, it was screwball, and, like, think about screwballs. Every time I've had it, it's peanut butter, whiskey. You know, it's, it's better every time. I don't know what it is. Like, at first, I was repulsed. It's like, this is disgusting. Maybe I could cook with it or something, you know? <laughs> and then, like, and, and then at Stamps, I was like, you know, and it was the first thing I drank. It wasn't, I wasn't, you know walked into it or anything but like i was like yeah that's not bad i'll do the peanut butter whiskey you know not scared of it anymore when i used to drink and i was in my old band we would do shots of jaeger every show nice and if they didn't have jaeger for whatever reason i would let my bass player pick and he would go with fucking jack and i can't stand jack no i i always fucking hated jack i went to the jack distillery in uh lynchburg tennessee that's cool it was it was fucking awesome we got we got a tour taste testing um yeah and we we bought a bottle well marissa and i bought a bottle for our wedding um it says for the wedding of leland and marissa on it it's kind of a nice nice little shtick but engraved you know that sort of deal um but it's like it's super interesting they they tell you things like i think the most interesting thing i learned and we call back to this all the time is um the biggest difference between fireball and jack fire the whiskey fire is fireball uses sugar and jack fire does not it's just like cinnamon on whiskey gotcha. so like the thing is though like your kidneys like dilute the sugar and the alcohol separately so like you're more likely to be hungover, or it takes your body like longer to resolve fireball than jack fire and that was like you know that was like their argument that you should get jack fire and like i didn't need that but like you know it, it was i think like the the recipe difference in the effects on people that's that's cool and i appreciate that nobody knows that you know I got some information. It was Blue Light that John drank at the bar. Blue Light's great. Apparently, he drinks coffee now. Yeah. Which I still don't. Uh, and the problem was, I brought women who do shots. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I did not bring anybody. I was picked up, and the women happened to be there. So <laughs> Shots. But, uh, yeah. I bought her a fucking White Claw. I didn't buy her a shot, so... <laughs> You know, this ain't no doctor's office. I, I don't know what the fuck the other girl was drinking that I bought a bought a drink for, but it was like, you know, she was cool. It's like, all right, get these two drinks and get me a Pepsi. Like, there you go. <laughs> you know, fuck it. Mm. 
so. Party. Yeah, I didn't buy nobody shots, though, so. Shots are like... Shots would be, I mean, I wouldn't have minded if, she, if that's what they wanted to drink. I don't, you know, whatever, but... You know, yeah. one of these days, I should just not go for the, the cocktail or the mixed drink or anything, and I should just... I should just go all all in on shots when I'm drinking. You know, I'll just <laughs> well, you know how it goes. Sure, <laughs> go ahead. I never like exclusively do shots. You know, every every yeah. It's usually like a night of casual drinking. I never did and either. Somebody like... goes like, "Here's a here's a shot." You know, we're gonna do a rally of sh a shot time. You know, and it's like cool. No, we oh. would do shots like right when we got to the bar, and then the rest of the night was fucking beer. Like, right on. So liquor before a beer, you're in the clear. You gotta Jazzy's take up. care of yourself. Jazzy's down for all shots. There we go. <laughs> you know, we can have Jazzy, Jasmine in, in on an iPad or something, or like a, you know, iMessage for for shots. <laughs> we'll do like we should do virtual shots. We'll get together a group of like people from the scene in like a in like a Skype, and like. You know, if you don't drink, you should still be there. You, can, you could you could do a shot of, of something different, you know, maybe, you know? Yeah. Just just like an item. It would be like, like that time you guys did gather. a show during the fa fucking pandemic where I wasn't there, but I sent in a video for you to use. That was so dope. You were you really came in clutch for that one, Joe. You fucking had the eye, you had the tablet, like, right between the, the two of you, and, like, yeah. my video finished, and it's just me, like, a pic, that is just, like, a picture of me. <laughs> it's just there. <laughs> You guys are playing with a picture of me. Yeah. Got to live up to the thing as best we could. I'll tell you what, man. That fucking CD release we did during the pandemic, that was fucking therapeutic. Yeah, that was a good one. That was... Like, to be able to actually, like, perform in front of people, even if it was just, like, six people in a basement, like... Yep. That was that was therapeutic, because it's like, oh, man, I missed shit like this. Straight up. And it was, like, really the first time I'd been out of the house, you know, like... Right. Had the Ryan Sucks Eggs mask. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. I don't know whatever happened to that, but it's probably around here somewhere. That was one of the coolest things we did. We got our scrims for that, which we didn't. We we should have used the scrims more, I would say. But yeah, know, we uh, we'll, we'll use them. We'll use them in our non-showedness of being a band, whatever that entails. Trying to do some uh, brain dead scrims, like get them professionally done. I want to nice. get my buddy, uh, my buddy Al Creed, who does eight bit art, to do eight bit of each band member. Nice. And just put two on each scrim and one scrim on each side of the stage because we don't bring fucking amps anymore. That's cool. So, so much fog, yeah. <laughs> we were like, we were talking uh, when you came to audition for uh, for Brain Dead when you and Jill came to audition. It was like, yeah, I want to get a fucking fog machine. You're like, I have one. She's like, I have one. Like, I don't have to buy one. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it works anyway. Yeah. That was yeah. Yeah, because John was fucking watching of Night and Light play at fucking Burkfest, and they had the fog machine going. He's like, we need a fog machine. We need a fog machine in the room. I'm like, we're not putting a fog machine in that tiny-ass fucking room. <laughs> I love fog. When uh, so that fog machine that was at the, the basement, the Yellow Sash uh, release show thing, or at least the, the one, the fog machine that we used, um, it's been around the, since Ritual Walk. I was going to say, that was the same one we brought to Sodus, right? Like, when we yeah. fucking played uh, Janie Crash's Wedding. Uh-huh. Yeah. That thing's been kicking around. I've been using that for shows for a decade. It's not mine. Um, I just, like, I borrowed it from somebody, and then, like, it just didn't really end up. <laughs> they I just never took it back. I don't want to say I stole it. Like, I don't... I just You would give really... it back if they asked for it. To this day, you know? I, re yeah. I really would. Right. And it, you know, I don't think that they needed it. Um, uh, but... but it's it's a it's a banging fog machine. It's it's overpowered for every venue I've used it in, unfortunately. But like, 
um, we we used to so at first like in ritual walk when we had this thing, like we would practice in my my buddy's guitar, um, his mom's dance studio at the time, and like you know it was a real good space for us because like you know I got this little like ballroom floor with like the mirror that the dancers can see themselves and their figure in their form, um, that sort of thing. And then, like, we, we had the fog machine going during our practices, and what I would call and refer to to this day as the fog room sessions. Um, and, like, it would just fill the whole room to, the, to yeah. the point where you literally could see, like, two feet in front of you, and that's it. Um, Which is exactly what would happen if we used a fucking fog machine in the room we're practicing in. Yeah, exactly what would... Well, Currently well, practicing in. <laughs> this oh, is another yeah, story. because there is a real ceiling in that room. Um, it's the hallways that have, like, the fake ceiling. Right. And, yeah, so, yeah, it would fill up real fast, in fact. Um, but we, we had the fog going, and, and I couldn't see anything, you know, and we're, we're jamming. And then all of a sudden, there's, like, two figures, two people that just run in that two foot of space before me that I, I, I don't recognize these people at all. They're not, like, part of the band, or they're not part of, like, the people that were just there with us at the time. So that was confusing at first. But then it turned out to be um, one of his, like, cousins, or something. Gotcha. It was all cool in the end, but like, I I was personally very confused at that time (laughs) in the fog room. But yeah, I I always said, you know, if I could create my own stage in Guitar Hero, it would be like that, as much as it wouldn't be a fun stage, because it would just be a lot of gray on the screen. But like, (laughs) as as a video game developer, if I were, that would be real easy Lots of gray and just your fucking, uh, your tracks. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's like a blank background sort of thing. I used to be so good at Guitar Hero. I still am. I just don't play as often because... Fair. Jill, in the closet. Jill asked a stranger to smell her feet. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Did they smell your feet? That's, uh, that's, that's <laughs> the question. Did they? Did they accept? <laughs> you know, that's... Uh... I almost did buy a fucking fog machine though, like after, because like I went to fucking, I went to Urgent Care and there's a big lots right by the Urgent Care, so I was wandering around. They had got their Halloween shit up and they had like a Halloween fog machine. I'm like, that'd be cool. There you go. And I, I had it and I'm like, you know what? I don't fucking need this, and I put it back. So <laughs> you need like a zombie-ish one for the the living brain dead image, yeah. you know, like fit the fit the the stool. Yeah, you know, you know what I no, what I actually had was I had a fucking strobe light because I used to have a fucking strobe light that I bought at a toy store. And it would go to the fucking music. And I'm like, yo, that would be cool to have. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, then I realized like, this one makes noise, like it fucking screams and shit. And it's like, I don't need, I don't want that. That's fucking stupid. Like, I could make these fucking lights do that too if I wanted to. But can you break the part of it that makes noise? That's a good question. I might be able to break it. I don't know. I got these fucking uh, cam lights here and I can fucking make them do strobe effects. So, fair. Good. I think we had them on when you came to audition. Yeah, the fucking ones we got in there. Fucking go to the music. So it plays along with John's fucking drums because we have no fucking actual sound in the room. I don't know if I recall that. <laughs> I don't know if I would. Yeah. Could be. And so, yeah. Gonna have to move that shit out of that fucking room, apparently. I don't know who will figure that shit out, but that's that's another fucking problem. That's another story. That's got nothing to do with anything we're talking about here. But just you know, yeah. in these difficult times, do remember that it's fine, dude. You know, that's like that's what it's fine. I have really been meant for. I know? have been like saying that to myself for days now. Just like, it's fine, dude. 
Yep. It's fine, dude. Like, it's fine, dude. The yellow sauce fucking mantra. It's fine, dude. It's, you know, it, it, we call it the church of it's fine, dude. Like, it's a whole lifestyle thing that you do, you know? Like, you, you can't, like, you can't let things get to you because, like, if you're not in your it's fine, dude mentality, you're not as well equipped to handle the adversity as it comes, you know? Right. That's that's the whole thing about it. Like, you need to, it's, it's cool, calm, level-headed, like fucking, it's fine, dude. Like, you know, that simple. Coming like, up this Saturday night, if you're not gonna go see uh, Jupiter Trolley, not no Jupiter Trolley's tomorrow. Uh, PA Line, who we played earlier, uh, you could go to the Soup and you can see Houston and the Dirty Rats, along with Smitten for Trash and uh, some other bands to be announced. Uh, if you don't know where the Soup is, ask a punk like Ryan Gurnett of the Buffalo Music Struggle Is Real, whatever the fuck his stupid podcast name is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because somehow he knows and I don't. Okay. Uh, but the soup, um, Houston of the Dirty Rats and Smitten for Trash and some more bands. Uh, that's Saturday night. It is a it's the soup's Halloween costume party at seven p.m. Ten dollars all ages. Uh, so check that out on Saturday if that's more your speed. This is Houston and the Dirty Rats, and this song is called "The Lying Game" on all WNY. Thanks, so, Joe Show. and the Dirty Rats. You can't see Leland, apparently. Uh, Houston and the Dirty Rats, the song called The Lying Game on all WNY Think So Joe Show. Go catch them at the soup. If you don't know where that is, ask a punk. Somebody more punk than me, apparently, like Ryan Garnett. Or Dewey. <laughs> it, I think Dewey does know where the soup is. Well, why Coin played there recently? I, I, think say, I, I think I, I'm pretty sure, I couldn't go. pretty sure Coin played there. Yeah. Um, I fucking... Uh, we were out Saturday night, and I realized it was the uh, the fifth anniversary show for like the fifth anniversary live stream for that other podcast. 
And I was just like, and if I would have realized it sooner, I would have been like, yo, we should go to Milky's and just pop in on his anniversary show and be like, yo, we thought you could use a ratings boost. There you go. You know? <laughs> he says he can only go live once, once a year. So that was, <laughs> he did it for the anniversary show. Because, you know, going live on a podcast is so difficult to do. I can't imagine having to do it every week. <laughs> you know, shots fired once again. Uh, I fucking love the Ryan. The podcast just, competition is real. I love Ryan, but, uh, you know, friendly rivalry. It's funny, I was at fucking Mohawk, and we're looking, you know, they got the, that fucking board with all the stickers on it. And I found a fucking Living Brain Dead sticker, and it was right on top of a Struggle is Real Buffalo Music podcast sticker. Yeah. That was on top of a Think So Joe show sticker. Incredible. Wow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. Phases of life. You know, we're, we're uh, you know, we're, we're, we're friends in real life. <laughs> we really are, but yeah, we kind of have this uh, professional rivalry going anyway, so. Like Yellow Sauce and XM Priority. Right. Yeah. There's There's beef going on right now. I saw that going on in like Dewey's comments <laughs> and I'm just like, I know what I got to do. So I jumped in with the living brain dead and just shared like a popcorn gif. <laughs> Dewey manufactured that. Yeah, you know, I, he, I'm aware. He, he beefed that <laughs> into existence, you know, as Dewey do. He also, you know, Dewey suggested that there should be rivalry between your bands. And I was like, Dewey, what do you mean by that? Because... Joe's in Yellow Sauce and the Living Brain Dead, and he's like, "Well, the cover band." And I was like, "Okay, Dewey knows about the cover band, <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, Dewey, the cover, like, even even in that case, you're like, you're telling Joe, like, that's just such a conflicting statement of like, Joe's bands should have a a feud between them, you know, because <laughs> there's so much conflict conflict of interest involved in that situation. And it's I, funny I because I have been in XM Priory and I'm in Yellow Sauce, <laughs> so it's just, so know? like I had to I had to just sit there with the you know with the popcorn gif like, yep, you know from the Living Brain Dead account like, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah like. You and I have both been uh, regulars on the Nick and Dan show. That's true, you know. So, uh, you know. This is my in... platform to publicly ask the Nick and Dan show for a fourth season because I shit the bed on the third season. You know, the, you know, I just, they were they were saying like, yo, you should be on, is Professor Leland again? And I was like, yeah, you know, I should. And then like, I just kind of, I was busy or something. The format change across the entire spectrum of the show, oh. just like you did, you did most, you did all of season one as Professor Leland. Mm -hmm. I did all of season two as like doing these, uh, you know, just drunken idiot yep. narrator fucking bits at the beginning. It was great. And then for season three, I just kind of like sent them in some shit uh, of me like on the green screen. Which... Wasn't season three during the pandemic? Season three was like during the pandemic, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would send them in shit from the green screen, and then for the final episode, they uh, they broke me out of jail. Yeah, because that was the whole like story throughout the season was I got arrested. There was a I my favorite fucking thing I've ever done, as far as like video production, is it's me sitting in a fucking room. There's a fucking you know there's like a window with bars on it, so I'm like in jail. And you just hear a train go by, and I hang my head and cry. 
<laughs> oh man. The fucking Johnny Cash reference, like oh. just incredible. I just I for whatever reason like I had this idea of um of like you know, I should do a green screen thing where I'm just like depressed because they haven't called me to do season three. So I started with that, and then the, like the next one was just me in sitting in a jail cell, and I'm just like, Nick, Dan, Carl. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So Carl's been key in the beef between Yellow Sauce and XM Priority Man. He's yeah. Been, Carl sent us a whole song about. How, you know, how he just hates yellow sauce and he says some really raunchy things. Wow. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head exactly, but <laughs> man, what a song, you know, Carl, Carl the Skeleton. Yeah. Carl Scully Winslow on Facebook, everybody. Go, yep. go at him as a friend, <laughs> you know. It's how my uh, Halloween costume a couple of years ago got revealed was I was standing, it was a picture of me standing next to Carl that Nick posted on fucking Facebook. Uh Karina didn't see that picture though. She came to fucking she came to Stamps. She had pizza, and I went to go help her with the pizza. She didn't know it was me. This was before we were dating. I was wearing the, it was uh, the fucking wrestler, the Patriot. So like my whole fucking face and my beard were all covered. I also like, had no idea that you were you that day. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I was I was looking for you too. I think so like because I knew that you were going to be there, obviously. And then <laughs> I was uh, I was like just a fucking demon or some shit for Halloween this year and you just walked by me and I just stood up and got right in your face. You're like, yep. Joe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once again this year, also was unsure who you are. Yeah. I feel like that's a reoccurring theme of like... I got nothing going on for... Ha I might go to the Sabres game on Halloween this year. Like, yeah. I got nothing going on. Nice. They're playing on Halloween this They're year? They're playing on Halloween. They're playing the Canadians mm, at home. So like a good one. Well, I go to that. That's I want to go to 90s yeah. night, but 90s night is on a fucking Wednesday. Yeah. It's like, I got to rearrange the fucking podcast, which might actually be possible now, but... Well, no, because we got the fucking cover band we're going to be doing on Tuesdays. And, mm. eh, eventually, we're going to get to that. <laughs> you know, what's important is once it starts, we hit the, hit the ground running. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well and good. Obviously, we're not going to get mad at John for having to get fucking oral surgery. You know, that's a big deal. <laughs> and John's going through it right now. Yeah, man, I've been there. Been there, done that. Right now. Like, times. like he went to lock the band door and like touched his tooth and had to fucking hand me the keys to lock the door. He just couldn't fucking do it. Like that's how much pain he's in. So like I'm really glad he's, you know, get, getting these teeth pulled and, you know. Mad, I, I'm kind of mad that he's dealing with some other bullshit on top of that. But like, you know, you know, when it rains, it pours, as they say. Yeah, I'm fucking... Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. You gotta fuck them. It's fine, dude. That's something that we do <laughs> in our Fortnite squad that you haven't joined yet is like when we're going after somebody or like Ryan's like, hey, that team's over there. I'm like, well, fuck them. You know, <laughs> we're going to fuck them. Like, that's just, you just got to be as raunchy about it as possible. Right. You got to run with us, Joe. It'll be great. You could stream it. You know, <laughs> it would be super cool. I could stream it. I haven't done a gaming stream since like. It was before Brian died, actually. Because, oh, like, fucking... I went to go... I hadn't done one in a while. I went to go jump on, and I was going to play, like, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. And uh, I got a text, like, right before I went on. This is, like, a week before Brian passed. And I got a text, like, right before I was about to go on stream. 
uh, there's a girl I knew in Tennessee fucking died. Oh shit. And so like, you know, I play, I still did the stream and it was like really kind of therapeutic to like talk to people and just like, yeah. you know, cause like, and I went out that weekend and I had said to somebody like, yeah, you know, I'm so lucky that I haven't really lost a lot of people close to me. Like I dated that girl that died, but like, you know, very briefly. So that was, you know, but that was like really like, holy shit. Like she was only like 42 or something, you know? Yeah. And then, like, you know, late, like, the next week, Brian fucking went. Right. And it's like, god damn, like, okay, that that one really fucking hurts, you know? Like, Yeah. Not saying that the, the, the first one didn't, but, like... All right, but, you know... Yeah. That was close. Yeah. Like, I, like, 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 that girl and I, we hadn't, you know, we hadn't really talked in a while. Right. Brian and I talked the night before. Right. I literally watched They Live because he was watching They Live. Uh, I'd never seen it. It was 4th of July and it's like fireworks are going off. What the fuck else am I going to do? I'm just going to watch this fucking movie. Fuck it. Put headphones on and watch the movie. Right on. And, you know, we used to do the Joe Knows Jack bit on the show when Brian was co-hosting where he would give me movies to watch and I'd tell him, oh, yeah, you know, this is what I thought of the movie. And I never got to tell him how, what I fucking thought of the movie. and It's one of his favorite movies. So I actually, uh, at the end of last year, found out that Mattel had put out um, a line of, like, WWE wrestlers in movie action figures. And, of course, Roddy Piper being in They Live, I saw the They Live one. I'm like, I need that. And I fucking got it. It's up on the top shelf there. My fucking Roddy Piper They Live action figure in honor of Brian. Hell yeah. So... So, yeah, Jazzy, I don't know where Laura is. She shows up when she wants to show up. <laughs> that's how she misses announcements when we don't do shows on Wednesday and then she's just like oh the show got cancelled and like no the fuck it didn't we play, we did it yesterday <laughs> so I am really leaning towards I want to go to fucking 90's night for the Buffalo Sabres they're revealing the new fucking black jerseys like nice gotta go <laughs> yeah I'm super into those I was gonna ask if there's a way to see when they're doing those ones that was that was the era like that I started going to games was the black and the black and red era so it's like the most nostalgic time of like being a Sabres fan for me personally like, right and see, I mean, at that time you know that was the good days like, I mean yeah. you're much you're much younger than me too so that was kind of like you know, that was kind of the era you grew up in. It was, you know. That was Whereas, like, you know, I grew up with the blue and gold and, like, you know, the, closer to what we have now, but, like... Gordy Howe and all that. Gordy Howe, man. That's, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's before my time there. <laughs> Mr. Oh. Hockey. <laughs> Mr. You wanna, Hockey. You want to throw, throw a Stan Makita in there, too? And fuck it. You know, that's fine. <laughs> I was watching Wayne's World the other day. Yeah, Just it's a classic. Realizing just how much that is mine and John's life at this point. <laughs> Feel that? Because he's always like he's always said like yeah this is it feels like we're Wayne's world you know like people like we go places people know who we are like hey aren't you that dude from that podcast? Hell yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was just like fuck it I'm gonna watch Wayne's World and Wayne's World too. There you go. <laughs> You know, because I watched the Bills game, so I had the projector up. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to watch some fucking movies. So I watched Clerks 3 again. Nice. And then I watched Wayne's World 1 and 2. And then I was like, all right, I got to put this shit away so I can go to work. Feel that? <laughs> Hit some fucking deadlines. 
do some Mariah Carey. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I I saw the message and I didn't fucking open. Like I just saw it. Like I saw it pop up on my phone and I'm like, what the fuck, Mariah Carey? Like what the fuck? And then I got the message from Jasmine. I'm like, ah, that makes perfect sense now. Okay. You know? <laughs> Of course it's you guys. The, great, the best thing about being in any sort of group chat with Dewey is like the plot just kind of unfolds in front of yeah, you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you know? I'm in that fucking uh, fan club group and I don't I don't pay attention to it unless I'm tagged, but like occasionally I'll look in there. Yep. And it's just like, oh man, what the fuck? It's usually <laughs> something ridiculous. You oh yeah, all the you time. You don't really have to like keep up with everything. And yeah. you know, it's, it's all... Yeah, I have, I have it muted so I don't get fucking notifications on it or nothing, but every now and then like it'll just... Like, somebody will tag me in a, in a fucking message in there. I'll just, all right, what the fuck am I looking at now? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I will say, though, like, I, I am brought to full-on out loud out, out loud laughter in that group incredibly often. Like, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know. There's just often some funny shit going on. Um, or, like, I'll just, like, if you do, like, pop in and you go and you, you like read into something that people have been talking about like it's probably going to make you just hysterically laugh i don't know i don't know why yeah it's the just, godsmack fan club it's ridiculous you ever see godsmack yes isn't it isn't it hilarious to you that like he has this big booming singing voice and then he walks up to the microphone right he finishes the song walks up to the microphone he's looking all pissed off and mean and he's gonna say something and he goes <sighs> Hey guys, we're Godsmack from Boston, Massachusetts. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like yeah. what the fuck? Sullivan so, so is an interesting <laughs> character, I'll tell you. He's got this booming fucking singing voice, but when he talks, it's just like, "Hey guys, this next song's called Awake." <laughs> he, he's also pretty short. Yeah, you know? he is. Yeah, he um, that actually when I saw them, it was the um, Godsmack and Disturbed tour from okay. like. Um, that must have been like mayhem, like fifteen years ago or something. And Megadeth was was opening for them too, but it was a secret. But like everybody <laughs> knew about it, um, and that was like the show of small vocalists that are very um, with very loud booming vocals. <laughs> Sully Erna and David Draymond from Disturbed both on the same show, who's also like small, but has a very large voice, you know? Mm -hmm. His voice is larger when he speaks though than Sully Erna, like that's the yeah. different... <laughs> just, just that trip, because I saw him with Metallica. <laughs> he just... Damn. He just, you know, they play, they come out, play a couple of songs. And... Hey guys, we're Godsmack from Boston, Massachusetts! <laughs> <laughs> like the guy from Bowling for Soup all of a sudden is up here, you oh, know? Oh, fuck. <laughs> We saw Bowling for Soup over the summer. Oh, yeah? And they played, like, six songs. Oof. And talked for, like, 20 minutes in between each song. That's how I remember them. It is just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I don't give a shit that you saw the Gin Blossoms and they played a new song. Play your fucking song. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a thing to talk about. Like, it was literally, like, every, like, they would play a song, then they'd tell a ten-minute story, then they'd play another song, and another ten-minute, like... Right. Like, if you're gonna do that, could you have had less than Jake headline? Straight up. <laughs> I've told you before, but, like, when I saw them, they, like, stopped one song, like, mid-song, and, like, went on, like, a whole, like, 
five to ten minute rant on like potty jokes for yeah and then they like resumed the same song and i was like they're playing the i was like mind boggled that they were actually playing the same song after a gap that long I, I saw like, them like wow. way back in the day, like when a hangover you don't deserve came out with like fucking uh, nineteen eighty five or whatever. Like, wow. like I saw them back then, and I don't remember them them doing that then. No, I see them now, and it's just like what the fuck. And just like I was warned about it ahead of time by my buddy who had seen like three shows on that tour so far, because him and his girlfriend are like huge less than Jake fans. She's seen them, like, I think she said 80-something times, less than Jake. So they were like, yeah, we're going to leave before Bowling for Soup. We saw them last night. It was just like, yeah, be prepared to hear them talk a lot. They're just, like, hard-selling themselves as comedians or something, you know? Like, almost, you know, almost. Yeah. It feels that way. Like, it was just kind of, it's like, dude, like, shut up and play the music. So maybe it's a question for Google, but, like, what does a Bowling for Soup set list look like? Did Like, do they devote these long stretches of time to banter and is it like section sectionalized like the actual like physical like set list on the stage yeah, like yeah like, I, I don't know say, you know like what is like do they list these sections and what do they call them you know right it's just it was just because like obviously i mean they do it every night because like later on in like some of the punk rock groups i mean like people were like dude we saw bowling for soup last night <laughs> what the fuck right on like less than Jake just goes up there. They'll they'll joke in between songs, but like they'll jump right into another song. They're gonna play a set. You know? Yeah, they're playing a full fucking set. And the Aquabats, like you know, they do their whole shtick, but like they still played way more songs than Bowling for Soup. Right. Like what the fuck, man? I like Bowling for Soup. I I just don't want to hear them fucking stop every fucking song and just right. be like. Yeah, so this happened, and then that happened, and then this happened, and... <laughs> She'd like to enjoy their show a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you guys could have fit in some songs, some more songs I liked. Instead Easy. of just, like, you know, here's 1985, and here's Girl All the Bad Guys Want, and here's, like, the theme from Phineas and Ferb, and, like... <laughs> yep, which, of course, they have to play live. Right. You know? Like, you can't not... I mean... That would be like they might be giants not playing, like, uh, the Malcolm in the Middle theme, you know? <laughs> you know? Well, to be fair, though, Primus doesn't always play the South Park theme. They do sometimes, but yeah. they, they don't always. In fact, like, I think that there was a specific tour, like, 10, 11 years ago that they were playing the, the South Park theme on. But they've got a lot of music, you know? A lot right. of real good hits that you're going to have to learn for our cover band. <laughs> <laughs> they, did, uh, they did the fucking South Park anniversary show. Yeah. Uh, on Colorado. I saw that. And they did fucking Closer to the Heart with Rush. Yeah, that was fucking that cool, was wasn't so it? That was so cool. Like, yeah. Like, I was talking to um, Wasted Reject. I, I think, it, I don't know if it's his grandpa or whoever the fuck it was, but some guy who's, like, friends with uh, Sam from Wasted Reject. And, like, you know, an older dude, and he was, we were talking about Rush. And I was like, dude, they just reunited, just Getty Lee and fucking Alex, like, reunited and did Closer to the Heart with the fucking dudes from South Park. And, like, you could find it on fucking YouTube, and he's like, I'm gonna go look that up. So yeah. <laughs> I hope he got to see it. Super cool. Yeah. They also reunited with, uh, I think that they played with Tenacious D at the Taylor Hawkins tribute thing. But, oh, like, wow. I didn't find any, like, pro footage of that or anything. Like, I'd really like to see that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch, I, I know, like, they were airing that on, like, pay-per-view or something. I never got it. I didn't get around to watching it. It's on Paramount Plus. That's what it was, Paramount, says, yeah. It's like a real 
soft little sliver of the show. Like, you know, there's so much that I'd love to see. So it's not like the full thing, like the South Park one. It's like a half hour, 45 minutes of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an episode. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't, I was, uh, I think I had a show or something that night. I, there was some reason I couldn't watch it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, like, it's great. Like, what you can see of it is awesome. Like, you should watch it, but, like, it's, it's like, you know, if you're looking for specific things, like, fucking Getty and Alex from Rush, like, you know, you're not, unfortunately, you would think that that. would be, like, one of the first things that goes up on fucking YouTube, like, hey, we got Rush. Yeah, so, I didn't see the one, I think that they might have released another episode on Paramount from the the LA um, tribute, but at least, like, I know that Getty and Alex played at the other tribute, and they were not included at all in the in the footage uh, on Paramount Plus. I was like, "You're gonna highlight this night." And like, how does Rush not make that? How does right? How does that's that a work? big fucking like, deal because like they don't do appearances too right. often. No, straight up. Like since since fucking uh, Neil died, like they haven't done a lot. They haven't done much. Straight you up. don't hear from fucking especially Getty Lee. Like right. That's fucking wild. Yeah. Alex has got a new band. Fucking, have you heard uh, Envy of None? I haven't, but I I knew he had another band. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's like, it's 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 definitely like for me it feels like a little bit more of a retirement gig for him. Where like it's it's a little easier on him as a guitarist, I think. But like, you know, he's still doing fucking awesome in it. Like it's, it's yeah some Alex Lifeson fucking right. You know, like his tone in some of those tracks is like you, you couldn't mistake it for anybody else. You yeah. know. I never that's got to cool. see Rush. That's well, that's Same. one of the that's one of the bands like I wish I would have gotten to see like them, the Tragically Hip. Like Same. Yeah. Feel that. You know, I did get to see like Stone Temple Pilots and Lincoln Park and like yeah. you know a lot of bands where we you know you're not gonna get to see them. Yeah. At least in their original forms again. Right. I made a point to see Bob Dylan, but I can't say original form. Bob Dylan's pretty pretty far off the mark. For <laughs> I would imagine at this from, point. You know, I listen to like Hurricane and shit. You know, like yeah, uh, I think it's from the Iris album, but <laughs> fucking the old. Maybe the, I think that's maybe why I saw Metallica like six times in the last years. Just like yep, got to see them before they go. Yeah, they're in their prime at least for now. I mean, you know. I wanted to go. They they did the the thing in New York City, the charity thing, and like Mariah Carey was on it and shit. And like, I wanted to go and like I, but you could only like win tickets or you had to like earn tickets doing community service. And it was like I couldn't. I didn't win the tickets. I like found out about it the day the contest was ending. So I entered. I didn't win, and I'm like, fuck. All right. And then you know I was talking to some friends, and they're like, yeah, that's probably not even going to be worth it to go because they're just going to do, like, greatest hits shit, which is exactly what the set was. It was all, like, black album shit. I was like, all right. You know? I saw him do the 40th anniversary last year. That's going to... Nothing's going to fucking top that. Except maybe the 50th anniversary, you know? Right. You know? I mean... Ooh, it's time to go. We got to go. It's time to end the show. Well, shit. Yeah, hey, we're going to talk about a show real quick, and that is Folk Faces' 10-year anniversary show this Saturday at Nietzsche's uh, at 248 Allen Street in Buffalo, where they'll be playing with Dirty Blanket and Well-Worn Boot. That's an entertaining show right there. That's a great show. Holy crap. I might go to that. Yeah, Well-Worn Boot is fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, but Folk Faces, 10-year anniversary show at Nietzsche's. It's 9 p.m., $10 at the door, and 21 and up with your ID, of course, because it's at Nietzsche's. 
And this is Folk Faces, and this song is called Undone in Sorrow on All WNY Think So Joe Show. And I'll see you guys next week. Oh, she lay.